Hi there, Ron Shera here for Star Bank. If you're putting your money into mega banks down the street, who knows where that money's being used? Bank locally. Keep your money local with a community bank that actually cares about you, your family, your business, and your goals. Check out the bank we use at Minnesota Bound. Try Minnesota's own Star Bank. You can find them online at starbank.net. When you call Star Bank, you actually hear a real living person answering the phone. StarBank has 10 convenient locations around Minnesota to serve you and all the mobile banking products that you need to manage your money. Check out all that StarBank has to offer at StarBank.net. Well, if you could see the view I've got, you might be just a little bit jealous. A cold Canadian morning. I'm sitting up here in far northwest Ontario. The sun is just peeking above the trees. And the snow here on Lake of the Woods is about as epic as you will ever see. The pines are coated in like two feet of snow. The lake is fresh powder. I can see one little cabin over here across the bay with just one little string of smoke curling out of the chimney. And it is... In Canadian talk, like 37 below zero, <laughs> something like that. And sitting across from me is uh, my good friend, Dustin Brown, who uh, is proprietor of one of the most iconic lodges in all of Canada. Um, it's called Totem Resorts. And Totem is made up of three very special places. You've got Totem Lodge, you've got Yellowbird Lodge together here on land, and then you go 20-some miles out through the islands on Lake of the Woods, and you find a little place tucked away, not so little actually, called Wiley Point. And <laughs> Dustin, it's your job to manage all this. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on. All right, so let's let's do the translation here. It's like 30, what, 37 below Celsius, which in Fahrenheit is what? Cold. Cold. <laughs> really, really cold. <laughs> and uh, honestly, you and I are the only people around, um, which is why we've come north for the Minnesota Bound podcast, the stories behind the stories you are sitting on just a unbelievable resource here. Um, during the summer, you guys are so busy. There are boats coming and going. There are, you know, uh, families coming and going, anglers coming and going between the three lodges. But during the winter, it just seems like things are so quiet here. What gives? Well, that's that's kind of the the beauty of what we're trying to create out here. Um, for you know, this is our third third winter entering um, third year entering the winter season. Um, we're primarily primarily a, a summer fishing resort. Uh, we just got into the whole uh, ice fishing thing. Um, we're super excited about it. But uh, Suneros has never been really known as a, a winter town. What we're trying to create here is um, we're trying to. We see what the U.S. side of Lake of the Woods is doing, and we're really trying to trying to bring that over to the Canadian side, but not in that extent. You know, we we're still a smaller place. We're um, very quiet here in the winter time, um, but we're really trying to grow <clears throat> the winter tourism in the Suneros, Nestor Falls area. As you've seen over the last couple of days, I mean, we went, you know, 
miles and miles down the lake and you didn't see another person out there anywhere. Like we had the whole Canadian side of Lake of the Woods to ourselves. So um, that's what we're really trying to build uh, over here on the Canadian side. We're the only, we're the only destination here at Yellowbird Lodge uh, that's offering what we offer. Um, you know, full service uh, bar, restaurant, accommodations, uh, premium fuel. Um, we're starting to build day huts that we have out there that you can, you can take a snowmobile tour. You can, you know, drive one of our, our ice roads right up to a day hut and drop a line and go fishing for the day. Um, so we're just really trying to trying to see this part of Lake of the Woods uh, turn into a four season destination um, instead of just being a, you know a summer destination. We're really trying to to, to grow the winter business and and that's that's really what we're trying to do over here now and it's, it's super exciting yeah i think i was a little blown away right we talked about putting together a winter trip here um to do a couple of things get out on the lake see what the snowmobiling is like get out on the lake see what the walleye fishing is like um lake trout fishing which is a great resource you guys have here and <laughs> I thought it'd be fairly quiet, but I figured there'd be people around. But literally, we took the sleds out that first morning in the snowstorm, uh, yeah. and there wasn't yeah. a soul. There was nobody. We were all alone. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> speaking that's right. Of, speaking right. of snowstorms, just how big a storm? It was a it was a pretty big storm we went out, and it was uh it was a complete whiteout. But uh, Day one when you guys arrived and, you know, you guys wanted to get out there, we, we did it. But uh, the visibility was very, very little that day. Um, we were still able to make it a few miles down the lake and drop a line for some walleyes and have some success, which is nice. You don't have to go very far from the lodge. So even on the, nope. uh, you know, the windiest, uh, coldest days, you don't have to go far at all. Well, so that's funny, right? When so many people fish, it's got to go to the other end of the lake, which here... <laughs> That's right. a big deal considering this lake is like 100 miles long and 14,000 islands. Yep. But that's sort of the point, right? You can just sneak out on the ice road right out front of the lodges, and there are dozens of spots to catch fish. And it's, it's not like those sort of lakes in the world where you're going to go out and you're going to sit, and you might be lucky to get one or two walleyes, you know, in a day. Mm-hmm. You decide how many you want to catch, and you decide how many places you want to go and try to catch them. It's it's endless. Well, yeah, that's that's the beauty of being on the Canadian side of Lake of the Woods, especially in Stuart Arrows, because we have so many different um, species of fish you can target in a day. I mean, you can start off your morning and go for walleye, and then you know you can jump into a portage lake and go to a back portage lake that you can normally only fly into in the summer and go target some crappies or some northern. Um, you know, we're even catching bass on this end of the lake as well, too. And then if you want to, you know, jump over in a white fish, fish bay, which is about 10 minutes, 15 minutes from us, uh, you can target uh, world-class lake trout. Um, so this is really the mecca for all the different species um, of fish Lake of the Woods has to offer. And you can target them all in a day if you really wanted to. So I'm going to call you a liar because it was only like seven minutes to the lake trout spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and we set up in like two feet of fresh powder, bluebird sky, just a perfect day. You know, it was funny. We set yeah. up in like 50 feet of water where we thought the fish might be, and there were fish all over the place. And we got into the whiteies mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. You go, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. not quite what we want. So we slide into 30 feet, you know, 
um, just a little yep. bit closer to shore, and all of a sudden we've got lake trout. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the beauty of being here. It's it's super close. It, you've stayed at our Wiley Point Lodge in the summer, and that's kind of the the same same thing that that we offer over there. Is you know you're so close to all the fishing spots being over at the Wiley Point Lodge location. While well, we're now doing that with ice fishing at the Yellowbird Lodge location on the east end of Lake of the Woods, you know you're only 10, 15 minutes from all the best fishing spots. So that's that's really the beauty of it. Let's go back in time a little bit. For so many people, <clears throat> what your family has put together here is such a destination. But you grew up with this. I mean, what are your memories of all this as a little kid growing up in the woods? Um, my memories are uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool because I, I grew up you know uh, going to shore lunches with my dad and seeing customers and. You know, I was always there when he was walking around the dining rooms at nighttime and saying hello to everybody. Um, and now I actually get to do that with my son. My son's five years old. and He's coming out on shore lunches and he's coming out ice fishing with me. And he's doing a lot of the same things that I got to do growing up. Um, I was actually born and raised on an island right in front of Yellowbird. So even during the off seasons, like during freeze up and thaw, um, we'd take wind jammers to catch uh, the school bus. Like it was just a different, it was a different uh, lifestyle growing up. But it uh, really built me into who I am today, and and uh, you know I, I grew up around four properties, and now uh, you know it's it's just a blessing to be able to be here every day and um, still be doing the same job that my dad did, and and hopefully pass this on to to our kids one day as well too. I mean I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, and and your dad's still around. He's relaxing a little bit. You know you <clears throat> take on a lot of the stressful work, yeah. Now, but but that's right. He was a visionary when this all started. I mean, talk about the history. All this wasn't here <laughs> early in the day, right? No, no, he, uh, he's he got a vision all right. Sometimes I wonder how he how he did it. But so our Yellowbird Lodge location um, was the third add-on to Totem Resorts. Um, first came Totem Lodge. Um, he acquired that property when he was 25 years old, um, <clears throat> built it up to what it is today. Uh, and then Wiley Point Lodge came along uh, around 1990. Um, and then around 1999, Yellowbird Lodge, um, was right next to Totem Lodge, went bankrupt and, uh, we ended up acquiring that property, uh, slowly started adding on, starting on, adding on and <clears throat> marketing it. And, uh, for a long time we did, you know, more corporate fishing packages here and weddings, conferences. That's kind of what we marketed it towards. But then, um, we slowly started to branch off into the winter side of things as well too. And, um, you know, we, we're doing a lot more couples and family trips and everything out of Yellowbird now. And uh, it's really starting to grow and, and pick up. And, uh, yeah, we're really excited to see where see where it goes. The lodge we're sitting in at Yellowbird <clears throat> um, is just so over the top. I mean, big grand dining room with, you know, the knotty pine furniture, chairs and tables, um, you know natural wood walls you walk out of the dining room into the main lodge area and you've got the giant fireplace with the stone hearth and as you look towards the lake it's just all glass you just have this view of the world and it's just a i know you see it every day right this is your environment but the rest of us don't get to see yeah. it it is it's unbelievable yeah yeah, it really is. And that's why we're trying to spread. That's why we're really trying to spread the word and trying to get, uh, 
get more and more people to come up and see this and enjoy it. Um, especially year round. I mean, we've did the summer thing for so long and I just don't understand why this place isn't, uh, going all year round. So that's kind of why, that's kind of why we started doing it now. And, um, you know, COVID kind of put a little hiccup in things, but, uh, I think, uh, those days are going to be slowly behind us soon enough. And, um, we're just really excited to start welcoming more people up from the U S and, you know, come in to see this and experience it for themselves because we're only, you know, what, what, six and a half, seven hours from Minneapolis. Uh, Right. Um, you know, 10, 12 hours from most places in Illinois. Like it's a, it's a pretty close uh, drive for a lot of people. And uh, if you've never experienced Lake of the Woods in the winter, uh, you really got to come and see it because it's something special. Oh, it's special. All right. We're going to get to a few more stories because the unexpected, as you well know now, always happens when the TV camera shows up <laughs> and there are snowmobiles involved. Wink, wink. <laughs> but the other thing I want to talk about... Um, is crossing the border. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Dustin Brown is my partner in crime today, and we are talking life on Lake of the Woods at 30 below zero. Hey, I'm Bill Shirk, the man about the woods, and you are listening to the Minnesota Bound podcast, the stories behind the stories. You know, we've got so many great sponsors that help us uh, get to you each week. Up first, we want to welcome our newest sponsor, Hewitt Docks. Hewitt Docks Lifts and Pontoon Legs began in a small south-central Minnesota town with a mission to make dock install and removal easier by inventing the Rolla Dock. Well, now the company has evolved to provide everything you might need to improve your lake time. In addition to the classic Rolla Dock or the new Ultra Dock system, Hewitt offers all-terrain staircases, gangways, canopies, and lifts, along with any accessory you might need. Celebrate 50 years of business with us. Go to HewittRad.com to enter for a chance to win a free dock and monthly prizes. Hewitt Docks, lifts, and pontoon legs. Work hard, play harder. You deserve a Hewitt. I also want to give a shout out to Thousand Hills Lifetime Gray's Beef. Great friends of ours. You know, I make a career talking about clean water, native habitat, and the best environmental practices. That is exactly why we love partnering with Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Beef. It is locally raised beef done differently. Let me explain. You see, Thousand Hills uses what is called regenerative agriculture to raise their cattle. Those beef cows, they graze in these fields of wild grasses and They move between the lots of different fields of grass. It is a sustainable ecosystem free of synthetic fertilizers and chemicals. It's a system of agriculture that promotes clean water, natural grasses, and the best beef you've tasted. Believe me. Of course, the Shirks, my wife and two sons, we love grilling. We love doing meat on the smoker, and we do it all year long. And now we cook with Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Beef. Yes, the Shirk Boys so look forward to those meals. Beef, raised the right way. Check out Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Beef to understand their regenerative agricultural practices and fall in love with Thousand Hills. Okay, Dustin Brown and I are sitting here, a um, couple cups of hot coffee. Um, looking out, the sun's up over the trees, kind of coming up. Uh, The lake is full of powder. So I want to talk 
a little bit about our adventure yesterday. So about eight in the morning, we fire up the snowmobiles, uh, put a few ice fishing shacks on the back and head east about 10 minutes. Lake trout. Why are lake trout so dang fun to chase? It's almost like religion in this part of the world. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they're, uh, as you've seen yesterday, they're, they're a tricky fish to catch. Um, when you get on them, you really get on them. Um, we were having a lot of fun with them yesterday. I mean, like, it was, especially in our, in our tent, we were running the pan optics live and we could really see those things moving around down there and, you know, having them chase you up to the top of the hole. Um, they, they really put up a good fight. Um, you know, one of the guys we brought along, Dave Bonke, as you've seen, he, he had some success catching quite a few of them yesterday and that was exciting for him as well too. Um, but they're just, they're just, they're tricky fish to catch, but, um, we didn't even venture off deep into the whitefish Bay area, which is kind of the Mecca on Lake of the woods for, yeah. for uh, trout fishing. We just kind of got into the mouth of it, but, uh, you could see even just being in the mouth, having that much action. Um, they're just such a blast to catch. Yeah. They're just special fish. They're strong. They're beautiful. Uh, you know, the rigs, depending on where you are, are different, right? Some places you don't use live bait, um, yep. barbless hooks, things like that. So you need to pay a little bit of attention to the regulations. But other than that, it's if you've got your um, Ontario fishing license, you go and you just catch them. Just catch them, yeah. And um, the nice thing, too, about uh, the whole Whitefish Bay, we were actually in Regina Bay yesterday fishing. Um the water's just crystal clear. So, I mean, on a hot summer day, you can see down forever. And that's kind of what the, the fish in that area really like. And that's what that part of Lake of the Woods is known for. So that, uh, that is what really helps, uh, really helps produce um, some of the biggest lake trout you're going to find on Lake of the Woods, uh, hands down. Yeah, and to have that resource so close, right? <laughs> it's Well, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Um, crossing the border. I know with... COVID and all of that, um, it, it's no secret. Northwest Ontario has struggled mightily. Things got shut down, not just you guys, but everyone. Um, it has been a struggle because yeah, so true. much of your business comes from the U.S. side. But I can tell you, we have now crossed uh, a couple of times since uh, the border opened back up. And people on the Canadian side, as you drive into the country, they are so excited to see guests coming back in. The process is just not nearly as complex or difficult as I think some make it out to be. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, it's the biggest question we have when people are calling into our offices uh, about, you know, potential reservations is how do I get into Canada? How do I get into Canada? And, um, <clears throat> I've crossed, you know, multiple times myself, so I can give you personal experiences and it's not, uh, not as hard as a lot of people think. Um, you definitely have to make sure your ducks are in a row. Um, you know, you have to have the arrive can app on your phone, create an account on there, make sure you have that all set up, have your passport loaded on there. Um, they do require a negative PCR test before crossing the, the uh, the border, uh, 72 hours prior very easy to get you can get one for free at a lot of places uh, i know walgreens and cvs that's kind of where we always go but in the event of that you forget and you need to get one along the way there's a testing site right at the border um and you can get that there in about a half hour 40 minutes but uh getting across is pretty easy guys and 
the Canadians are definitely excited to see the Americans come back, especially us because our business is 80% uh, U.S. clientele. So uh, we were one of the hardest hit during um, during COVID. Um, so you know we, we're definitely excited to welcome back our U.S. friends. Um, and uh, you know if there's any chance you guys can get to Canada this summer and come support a lodge, not even ours, just anywhere. Um, it, it's greatly appreciated by all Canadians because uh, we are definitely the hardest hit impact, hardest hit impacted by this um, COVID um, restrictions when everything kind of came down. So uh, we definitely appreciate you guys coming and, and visiting us uh, these last couple of days. It's uh, you know, been a real treat to get out there and do some fishing with you. And um, I, I don't get out too, too much. So this is nice for me to get on the lake as well too. So uh, come back anytime, guys. <laughs> so we're going to get to your snowmobile antics. Give me 30 seconds, but I want to go back to the can app and cross it. Yep. Right. What you described yep. um, even sounds like a fair amount of work, but literally you take five minutes, you download the app on the phone, you spend, I don't know, yep. five or 10 minutes putting your information in, take a picture of your passport. It's in there. Yep. And then you literally drive through at the window of the local pharmacy. They do the test, which is not a big deal. It's not invasive. It's just a little no, swab. And then you get your anymore. results. Yep. And the way that works is when you, you show up to cross, um, the folks at the border, they actually know you're coming, right? Because you've got your window of time yes. when you're going to be there. And so they can see all your paperwork on the computer and they say, oh, yep, where are you going to be? You know, the standard questions. Do you have the bait? You know, bringing yep. anything in? You're going to leave all that. And then they say, do you have your negative test? You show them a piece of paper that says negative test. And they say, welcome to Canada. Go have fun. It just is not a big deal. And I've heard stories yep. of people who are not coming because they're worried by that process. And it's insane to me. It is no different than having to stop by the store to pick up an extra fishing rod or something like that to get ready for your trip. It's just not a big deal. So I hope people don't stay away for that reason. It is a non-issue. And what you get here, and I'm biased, right? But what you get from the experience of coming on a trip like this, I wouldn't care if the process took six days. I'd still do yeah. it, you know. All right, let's get to the fun stuff. So this snowstorm we were talking about, this wasn't a four-inch snowfall. No, no. <laughs> I guess I didn't pay attention the first day. I knew it was snowing. I knew we were getting a fair amount of snow. But it kind of hit me yesterday when we hit some of those powder areas. I don't know what you're used to when you're riding your sled and – um, you're in fresh snow, but conditions were epic. Yeah, that was the equivalent to uh, a heavy rainstorm uh, on a summer day. Um, we got a ton <laughs> of snow. I mean, like you said yesterday, some of the banks, like on the on the edges of the tree lines, there's probably three, three and a half feet of just fresh powder. It was just amazing. Um, <laughs> even you on took the full main advantage. Lake, I mean, it, Oh, I full I had to take the trailer off and go play in that powder a little bit. It was, <laughs> it was such a blast. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to make yeah, everyone. I'm going to make everyone wait for the television uh, stories, but I will paint a little picture. You are like a little kid. You're zigzagging <laughs> and powder that's going up over the windshield. You know, 
yeah. <laughs> drone is above you, you know, just crystal clear, sunny, deep snow. And we just watched you roll around like a little kid. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. Um, unfortunately, it was the end of the day, and I'm going to blame it on I was super, super tired. But uh, yeah, I had a couple couple spills on camera there, so you guys have to tune into that episode too uh, to see that part. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was it's just amazing. Um, you know, even if you're not into the whole ice fishing thing, and you guys want to just come up and try snowmobiling. Um, this is like, this is snowmobiling heaven out here. Um, just miles and miles of endless groom trails right up to our front doors. Um, I mean, you got the entire Lake of the woods to go play. I mean, we, a lot of times I go, I go driving out just in the middle of nowhere on the lake and and I don't see another track for hours. Um, you just have this whole thing to yourself. It is just, it's so pristine and gorgeous and it's just so much fun for riding out there. And, um, you guys would have a blast even, you know, just coming up and doing a sled trip uh, to this location. And, and I want to clarify that when you say you have it to yourself, we did not pass a single other person yesterday all day long. We left at 8 AM. We came back at whatever it was, 4:45 at dark, not a single person. Uh, no, the groom trails. Yes, they're staked for the snowmobiles, um, but you're allowed to wander, right? You're allowed to just get on the lake and go out in that fresh snow. Yep, anywhere you want. Um, you know, some people in the past have been afraid of ice conditions, and at, at this time of the year, guys, once you get into January, February, I mean, the ice is pretty solidly froze over. There's not a whole lot of danger out there. Um, we've got, uh, really, really well, well marked trails, but, but yeah, you're definitely welcome to go and just explore. Um, a lot of these sleds these days have GPSs on them. Now you can kind of take the guesswork out of it a little bit, but I mean, whether you want to just explore the open lake, get into some back trails in the woods, uh, or my f- most fun part about it is I like to go and explore, um, all the portage lakes that you can normally just fly into in the summertime. And actually we offer a really cool eco tour here. So if you want to come up with your buddies or your wife or your kids or whatever it is and you want to get a guide for the day and you want to go see all the back uh the stuff you don't normally see like you know the aboriginal rock paintings the gold mines lake of the woods the just the history the the back lakes things you normally never get the chance to experience um it's a full day tour on snowmobiles and it is a blast all right i want to talk about that a little bit more because no pun intended we found or you showed us yesterday an absolute gem. I want to talk about that site in just a second. But first, let's pay a few more bills. You are listening to the Minnesota Bound podcast, the stories (laughs) behind the stories. My guest today, Dustin Brown of Totem Lodges and uh, fishing buddy and sledding partner. Uh, We have all kinds of sponsors (laughs) who help make this show happen. and one of my favorites is Connecticut. Uh, I'm giggling because we took a few pictures uh, drinking Connecticut water yesterday out on the ice at like 10 below zero. Um, yeah. yeah, it's that good. I'll even drink water on the coldest days of the year. You know, the shirts, we love our Connecticut <laughs> water. It is no secret. We live out in the country and we have that ironclad well water. That is good news and bad news, right? Well, we treat all of our water with the Connecticut Whole Home Water Treatment System. We also use Connecticut's K5 Drinking Water System. 
You know that white buildup you get around the faucets? We get none of that. Our dishes are clean. Katie loves what Connecticut Water does for her hair and skin. And the Shirk Boys, they drink water out of the K5 tap all day long. Probably our biggest seller. They always go to fill their water bottles before hockey and soccer practice. The best part for me, we've got well water that has no taste and no foul smell. It's gone. Call Connecticut like we did and look forward to clean, safe water. We would also like to thank the Minnesota Propane Association. The Sheriff family enjoys spending a lot of time outside. Hence, we care what goes into our environment. That's why we support propane, the energy for everyone. Did you know that propane produces fewer greenhouse gas emissions than electricity generated on the U.S. grid? Propane's emissions are 43% fewer. That's a lot. Propane is clean, dependable, and affordable. Plus, it's produced right here in the USA. Let's all do our part to reduce emissions from our homes, cabins, and businesses by choosing propane, the right energy right now. To learn more about propane, the energy for everyone, go to propane.com. Okay, we're talking winter adventures on Lake of the Woods with Dustin Brown uh, of Totem Lodges. Again, fishing buddy. Um, we've never been sledding together, but had just a pile of fun in some of the most epic snow conditions yeah. I've ever seen in this part of the world. And at one point yesterday, you know, we're talking about the Echo Tours and all the stuff you show guests when they come and ride the tour. But you said, you want to go see a gold mine? You kind of go, oh, give me a break. Okay, what what is there to see? And we pull up on the bank again. The snow is like three feet deep. And you just take yeah, this deep. step back into history. What was what was that little site we saw? I mean, what's the history there? So that was kind of neat. That was uh, that was just a little. That was one of the gold mines on the tour. That one's about ten minutes from the lodge. Um, I would say that's probably like a 1930s, 1940s uh, mine that was set up here in Cineros. Um They had a, uh, a bunch of tunnels. Um, they're now sealed up um, where they were mining for gold. There's an older house that was there that was kind of collapsing in. We, we went and explored that a little bit. Uh, huge tailings pile. On the side of the uh, on the side of the hill, going into the water, which is kind of neat because these days, you know, you can never get away with something like that, putting the tailings into the water like that. Right, so it just kind of gives you a step back in time to see how things were back then. Uh, but yeah, then we explored. We went and ventured up into the woods a little bit. We found the uh, we found one of the old tunnels that were still open. Um, as you can see, during the winter time, I was a little little skeptical going in there. I had to throw a couple <laughs> rocks back there to make sure there's no <laughs> no bears or wolves back there. But uh, yeah, we, we cleared the tunnel, made sure there's nothing in there, and we got to go in and explore a little bit. And uh, and that's just kind of some of the cool history on Lake of the Woods that you get to see. And there's there's many more like that. Um, you could do a full day of exploring these gold mines. They're they're just such a blast to go see. And it makes you really wonder how they got there, and and, and you know, just it, it really put, takes you in a step back in time. It does. And you know, we parked the snowmobiles on the edge of the lake. You know, we're walking through snow, kind of climbing up this little hillside through, you know, snow up to your waist. And all of a sudden, there's just this black hole in the rock on the side of the hill. Uh, yeah, you threw some rocks in to make sure there wasn't a bear in there hibernating. But <laughs> then you take five yeah, steps in. Scary. <laughs> yeah, you take five steps in and it's 
almost stereotypical, right? It is exactly what you would picture yep. a little gold mine tunnel to look like. Just big enough where you can kind of creep in and, you know, chip rocked walls yep. and just this tunnel that fades into blackness in eternity. It's just amazing that you can see stuff like that still. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty unique. And actually, <clears throat> we go and explore more and more. And uh, the more islands we go on Lake of the Woods, um, you find, you, you see, you seem to find more and more as you keep exploring. Um, they seem to be, it, 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 I think they've kind of tried mine on every single Island at one point just to see what was out there. But there's, uh, again, it's a full day tour. You guys can go out and check out all the cool different mines on Lake of the Woods that we know of. Some are big open pits, uh, some are tunnels. Um, it's just a really unique experience. It's a full day thing you can do on Lake of the Woods. And it's, uh, you know, again, you're stepping back in time and you're really, it really makes you wonder how, they got to some of these places with the tools that they had back then and how, you know, how and why. And yeah. um, it's just a whole, it's a, it's another fun experience on this lake. And then the sun starts to set and you turn around and you come back to this just epic lodge. Um, the whirlpool is out front, you know, in the white snow, you've got the huts around it covered in snow that just look ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> You belly up to the bar, have a couple of drinks to warm up your spirits and, you know, the food comes out and you just roll your eyes because it's also over the top, right? <laughs> this is supposed to be vacation, but when you leave this lodge, you actually have to go home and take a vacation because the food here is so over the top, right? Prime rib, ribs, chicken, shrimp. Uh, just these decadent desserts, you know, you mix that with a couple of the fun cocktails that are local favorites. It's just, it's a lot to have to handle as a guest. <laughs> Our goal is to try to make you leave at least 10 pounds heavier is what we always say. <laughs> <laughs> What's that in metric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the food, we, we really do pride ourselves on the food here, but we also have a really good alternative menu. I mean, like we do just burgers and we do pizzas and uh, our, uh, our our chef here has this really cool hot dog menu that he started this year. So we do a lot of, uh, we kind of have everything all over the board, um, you know, and we really try to offer something for any budget as well too. So, I mean, um, whatever you guys uh, are looking for, we'll, we'll build a package to suit your needs. Um, you know, even whether you're looking to come as a father-son trip or a couple's getaway or whatever it is, um, we, we really try to tailor, custom tailor the package, wherever you guys are looking for. And then we get through all of that and it's, I don't know, last night it was 8.10 and photojournalist Cy Dotson and I are just spent. We are so happy. We are so <laughs> full. We are so fried from just a fun day of activities we wander upstairs to this massive lodge room again just like the dining room it's all glass you're right on top of the lake looking out and you just fall into a cushy bed and you just go away and then you wake yeah. up and you do it all over again paradise yeah it's paradise it just needs a few people around this is completely That's right. untapped. That's the whole reason we're here. Um, and it's been fun to explore with you guys. Obviously, um, I want people to pay attention because we're going to have 
television stories on this adventure in Minnesota Bound, also our regional show, Do North Outdoors. And I think people will get such a view of the world. The world is such a, I don't know, busy, um, political, you know, just stressful place. And you can come to Totem Lodges and it just all goes away. It's like you're the only people on the planet and that's why we do it. That is why we do it. Yeah, I think like I was mentioning yesterday, um, you know, even during COVID and everything, being out here, it doesn't really feel like, uh, doesn't really feel like anything's changed, you know? I mean, we still do everything as normal, you know? We get to go hunting, fishing, uh, snowmobiling, boating. I mean, if you're looking for a place to kind of escape and get away from all the reality, like you just said, I mean, this is it. Uh, life just kind of slows down out here and kind of goes back to normal a little bit. And it just feels, uh, you get one, one with nature and it just feels, uh, it feels a little bit more normal. <laughs> and it's, that's, that's the beauty of being, being out in the woods, I think. Yeah. And you got to grow up with this and now, you know, as an adult, helping run the business and as a family man, this is your environment now. I'm jealous. Well, thanks for coming to join us. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. You owe me one promise before we wrap this up. And it's a biggie. <laughs> okay. As you start to get okay. more people coming here during the winter months, you yeah. have to promise you won't give up our couple best fishing spots. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are all ours. <laughs> <laughs> and there are only 6,000 more of them. And they're all just 10 minutes away. It's awesome. Dustin, yeah, thanks right. so much. That's right. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on and thanks for coming, guys. Again, it means a lot to us and we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Go wild. Hey, uh, so there you go. Minnesota Bound, the stories behind the story. Um, what a fun adventure here at Totem, Yellowbird, uh, and of course, Wiley out on the lake. Uh, I'd like to thank all our sponsors who help make the podcast happen every week. You know, the Minnesota Bound podcast is presented by Kinetico Water Treatment Systems. My family uses Kinetico. Yours should too. Also, I'd like to thank our newest partner, Hewitt Docks and Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Beef. Tasty beef raised the right way. Star Bank, the bank we use at Ron Shera Productions and the Minnesota Propane Association. Hey, I'm Bill Shirk, Man About the Woods. It's time to get on the road and head for home. We've got more adventures ahead. And until next week, don't forget to introduce a kid to the great outdoors. See ya. Mm -hmm.